let's head to Australia, uh, where Brad Foster is our correspondent across the ditch. Hey there, Brad. Do you get much reading, recreational reading in your life? Uh, well, interesting. I've just finished reading um, Stephen King's On Writing book, where he talks about... Yeah, uh, isn't that a goodie? It's great. I had to get a new one. I lent it to someone five years ago, and I can't remember who, and I never got it back. So, uh, But I, uh, I bought one on uh, Amazon, and it arrived the next day, and I've just finished that. So, yeah, one uh, of my guests recommended that. So the, the, the first half is sort of more memoir about how he got into writing yeah. in his early years, and the second half is almost a, a manual for good writing. And, you know, people sometimes screw their nose up at Stephen King, but, um, man, he can keep you turning the pages. He certainly can. Uh, he's uh, he, hopefully he will inspire me to uh, to do something in that space uh, very soon. Jeffy. Yeah, good one. Um, now the South by Southwest Festival um, will be familiar to people by now. It's based in Austin, Texas, but you have a bit yep. of a spin-off in Sydney this weekend. We do. Uh, it's uh, the South by Southwest Sydney Festival. Um, now it's it's about uh, celebrating technology, film, music, gaming, and culture. It starts on Sunday. It runs for eight days. Um, and I had a look at the website, and I tell you what, I'm totally overwhelmed. I don't know if you've ever thought about repainting uh, a room in your house and you say, we'll do it white and then you go down <laughs> to the, the hardware store and yeah. uh, there's a million uh, shades of white. Well, this is a bit like that. There's something like more than a thousand events um, over the eight days and film is obviously a platform pillar in this event. Uh, it has uh, secured a new film for the opening by the Aussie director Kitty Green and starring Ozark's Julia Garner who played Ruth. It's called The Royal Hotel and it's described as a reworking of the Aussie outback thriller from a female perspective. Now also there will be Nicole Kidman. She'll be talking about her production company Blossom Films, Baz Luhrmann uh, and there's a Kiwi connection too in a presentation called Indigenous Collaboration, making films that heal with Maryland Film Festival director and producer. Now, you might have to help me with her pronunciation. I can do this one because they're a famous family. Libby Hakaraya and, uh-huh. um, and yeah, the, the Hakarayas popped up in all sorts of creative spaces in New Zealand, but that Māori Land Film Festival has been a great story. And Tainui Stevens is there as well, who's also a familiar yeah. voice, a very smooth yeah. voice for that's, RNZ that's listeners. Right. Yeah, that's happening next Monday. Uh, music, obviously huge at this event too, and there's a few uh, Kiwi artists. Ashi, uh, I, I hope I've pronounced that, pronounced that correctly, and a New Zealand hip-hop group called, is it 080 or 080? <laughs> you sure. are not nearly cool enough to be doing this gig guide, <laughs> uh, Brad. Unfortunately, I can't help you with that one. I haven't come across them either, but good that we've got some representation at uh, South by Southwest Sydney. Yeah, and there's um, it's actually um, the 50-year celebration of hip-hop this year, and uh, three times Grammy Award winner Chance the Rapper. He's going to be at the festival to s- discuss the global impact of the genre. Now, there's also an expo at the convention centre, which includes a startup village for entrepreneurs and a discovery stage where uh, people, uh, businesses can show what they do and uh, show and tell sessions, I guess. Um, and uh, I- I'm not sure if I'll be going to any events, Jesse, but tickets start. Uh, there are free events, and tickets start from $40 and go right up to almost two. Thousand, if you want the whole experience, but um, it, uh, it will hopefully, uh, or I imagine, will attract um, people not just from Sydney but uh, an international audience. Yeah, and um, 
this all sounds very interesting, Brad. I'm just I'm a bit confused about why you started with that, and uh, rather than starting with rugby. <laughs> Surely a Rugby World talk? Cup update is the first thing you begin with. How how are the Wallabies doing? I haven't really been taking notice. Of them. You haven't heard? Well, they're, they're, I'll I'll uh, I'll say. I have heard, but I want you to say it. <laughs> We're out, Jesse. We're mm. gone. We're the first time in the group stages at a World Cup. Uh, we were hoping that uh, Fiji would lose by seven uh, points against Portugal and not score three t- tries, and they they only lost by one and they scored three t- tries. So they got their bonus point, which means that uh, uh, the Wallabies will be heading home. And uh, I think I've said in the past that uh, rugby in Australia is in a bit of so- uh, just a sorry state of affairs. Uh, but I think this is probably a good thing for the longer-term benefit of the game. Um, now, we have a former Wallaby at the helm of Rugby Australia, Phil Waugh, and I think things will change, and they, they'll have to, because we have the British and Irish Lions Tour in 2025, the Rugby World Cup in uh, 2027, and then the Women's Rugby World Cup in 2029. So we don't want to become a second-tier uh, rugby nation, and... Uh, Let's hope that uh, we've learnt from uh, from our mistakes over there. And one suggestion, and I think I've mentioned this before, Jesse, that we should change our jersey from the colour yellow. I don't think it um, <laughs> I don't think it scares the opposition as much. As the, <laughs> a black one, yeah. <laughs> Yellow, it's not an intimidating colour. It is no. an Australian colour, but do other sports, Australian sports teams wear yellow or do they mostly focus on the green and, and with just the yellow trim? Yeah, they, they sort of, they sort of uh, swap and change between yellow and green, but um, I, I may have also mentioned once upon a time we used to wear blue. And, um, Did I, you? I, yeah, and uh, I, I think... Um, you know, well, yellow's not working basically, so uh, <laughs> or something's not working. I'm blaming the jersey. Not yeah, the <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think. Even uh, oh well, hey, what about the Brazilian uh, Brazilian football team? They wear yellow, don't they? They've done pretty well over the years. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a different shade of yellow. Maybe <laughs> it's uh, it's more blinding. Maybe yeah, we should go brighter so okay. that the opposition can't see. But uh, yeah, disappointing. But uh, good luck to um, the All Blacks going forward. I think you might win it, actually. Oh, that'd be good. Got to get through this weekend first. What else is happening in your uh, part of the world across the Tasman? Well, uh, regrettably, we've had some uh, public rallies over the past uh, few days from pro-Palestinian supporters um, uh, about events in Israel and not the kind that demonstrate the Australian spirit. One at the Opera House last night. Uh, I don't know whether you saw that. Um, Yeah, we had that. They lit up the uh, the the opera house in in blues, and you may remember that um, when King Charles's coronation was on, the opera house wasn't lit up because the premier Chris Minns said that uh, he wouldn't be doing that anymore. It was only for Australians, but for some reason they uh, they lit it up last night uh, in the the blue of Israel. Um, and uh, it's a bit of a uh, talking point uh, today in, uh, in New South Wales on okay. why he did that. Uh, now, voting for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament is on this Saturday. All polls are sadly leading to a no-vote majority. Um, but, uh, you know, funnier things are happening happen in voting. And uh, I think your elections are on this weekend too. 
I believe. So, um, and we also have uh, there were some bushfires in Victoria last week, and Australia is now being warned of an extremely challenging summer ahead, especially with uh, such dry vegetation in many parts of the country and high temperatures expected anywhere. There was a news report last night that said Penrith um, in Western Sydney could get to uh, 50 degrees this year, this summer, Jesse, um, over multiple days. So uh, hopefully uh, a few people out there have swimming pools and, uh, and can find some way to, uh, to cool off when it comes. Great. Thank you, uh, Brad. Good to talk to you. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Jesse. Brad Foster across the ditch, our Australian correspondent.